Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning, friends. Hope you're well. My name's Simon. My name's Dean. This is a podcast called Why Does This Thing Exist? Podcast. Yeah, we haven't said that in a while, have we? No. We better say it every now and then, don't we? Yeah, I suppose. Keep on the toes. Keep on the toes. I hope to God that you'd realise that this is the podcast where we look at things and talk about them. Yeah, I mean, if you've downloaded it already, I presume you've looked at it if we click the link. For goodness sake. Can you get a Lucky Dip podcast? Is that a thing? Oh, you should do. Fucking hell. What's the equivalent to getting this in a Lucky Dip? (laughs) Fucking anthrax. (laughs) Anthrax in your shape of fountain. I was going to say a bounty in the celebrations, but you've got a bit more, a bit more, a bit more extreme with that one. Okay, yeah. Call the post room. This parcel's full of white powder. <laughs> Good white powder, bad white powder. Oh, bad, 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 bad. You know, my eyes exploded. <laughs> that doesn't answer the question. Yep. Nonetheless, oh, I'm coming out of my ass. Dean, what are you going to show me this week, Dean? So I'm going to show you a film. A film, yay, strap in, listeners. We're going to watch uh, all three of the Lord of the Rings films. I'll tell you what I think of them now, they're crap. This this might be a two-parter, who knows? Uh, Two-part of them, just me going, this is fucking crap, turn it off, Dean. No, I'm going to show you a film from 2002, I believe. Um, It is called, you may have heard of it, uh, Rhapsody Street Kids Believe in Santa. I am not geared to that, no. No, it's, it's a bit notorious. Uh, I heard about it a few times on various uh, film uh, review podcasts as sort of a, a bit of an ongoing punchline. So I thought I'd seek it out. And I did. And I think you should have to share what I what I went through as a result of this. <laughs> well, <it's> fine, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I always so. say, dude, a problem shared is a problem two people experience. It is, yeah. <laughs> it ruins a friendship, in my, in my experience, but nonetheless. Eight hours is probably needs a mercy kid in. <laughs> Smother us with pillows, listeners. <laughs> yeah. I won't show you the whole film. I'll just skip to a few relevant points. I haven't watched the whole thing. I'm just going to do it. But again, we'll do a lucky dip sampling. So. Yeah. It's, uh, it's oh, it looks a bit like South Park. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Uh, some snowflakes falling from the sky there. Yeah. Yeah. Strong South Park vibe to it so far. Looking a bit flat, perhaps. Yeah. It's very slow. It's, it's very s- slow. It's like slow. Yeah. I'm gonna skip the credits. Yeah, uh, go on, skip it on. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it was the week before yeah. Christmas that I'm talking. I spent the day shopping with my grandma walking. Is it on an NS paint? Yeah, well, it looks like that, doesn't it? It looks. It's uh, been on the cheap on MS paint as well. Electronic toys, video games, balls and bats. I saw a scooter's little uh, motor. That was cool. a bit more. I'll we'll find some actual characters on. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, dress extra cute. Then mommy schedules me for my own hair later. <laughs> He's chucked a dinosaur to the head. Hey, Nicole, duck! I mean, dinosaur! <laughs> I was just giving oh. it some extra fluff. So I guess the pressure to buggy is just too think, much for me to do. I'm just funny because you can sort of see what I'm, what I'm getting at here. The, um, yeah, what is this? Yeah, it's, it's uh, good. It's a uh, it's it's a 2000 animation. It's it's 
It's CGI. Yeah, in a way, yeah. <laughs> in the loosest possible sense, yeah. Yeah. It's like a bean tinsed in CGI. Yeah. Hey, Ricky, good job. Looks like you made a smash hit already. It's still a nice treat, no matter <laughs> what. Sorry. I haven't seen this either. It's heavy dinosaur theme as well. I like the way this guy, this angry guy who threw the dinosaur at the other girl. Um, yeah. He's obviously the main character because they put a scarf over his mouth because they. Mm. It solves the problem of Anne making his mouth. Yeah, no, he's not. There, this 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 other kid is the main character. This um, guy, uh, number eight. Yeah, uh, he's the he's the, he's the heart of the film. Right. Um, I wind him on, Dean. Yeah. Would appreciate runny noses over vacation. <laughs> <laughs> right, Smithy. Yes, Mrs. Parmington. Okay, uh, this is this is thing coming up. I want to show you just I just want to show you the general vibe of this film. Yeah, what do you say? It's creepy. Uh, yes, I think it's creepy. They're holding hands then, pair now. Wow, what's that? <laughs> I don't know. I wish I, I brought yeah, gonna, that for the grab bag, Nicole. Fucking hell, this is mental. Why is this so slow? Then yeah. these people look like... Get him away from me! Get him away! Isn't that what Santa what? does? It was from my heart. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck is that, Dean? Oh, no, that's my point. Christmas. Wow. <laughs> when I feel so bad. So that's that, that's, that's <laughs> a, a little cross section of the Rhapsody Street Kids believe in Santa. Um, that's not a real thing, though. Sure, yeah, yeah, no, that's a, that's a real film released on. No, made for TV, but uh, it was a it's an actual film uh, released in uh, to, to, as a Christmas movie in America. It's not an obvious pistic like Tim and Eric pistic sort of thing. No, it was a legit thing. It was meant to be charming and uh, to get kids to be interested in uh, this film and uh, maybe potentially buy some merchandise for it. No, it's it's not a pistic. It's a, it's an actual film that someone made and thinking the kids will love this. Wow, that is stunning. Yeah, put that bit on again where he's talking to like what I guess was his nan. But and I won't say anything, and we'll play it for the listeners. Yeah. My heart. Oh, <laughs> see, what is now? She doesn't get it. Oh, Christmas. Oh, how? Now you tell me, listeners. That that is a serious thing. I'm astounded. Do you yeah. have any other facts for, about this for me, Dean? Um, I looked up. It, it was so. It's become a much maligned punchline. I say of uh, various critics ever because like, if it was released as a as a sketch, I was like, oh, this is a funny. Joke. It's it's forty two minutes long. Like that's Fucking hell. sketches don't last that long normally. It, the gist I get from it is that it's a two thousand two. And I mean, not, not as long as it took to make, so maybe they started in the late 90s. Because mm. this is when CGI was just about a thing you could do. Uh, similar comparison would be, I think, the Lawnmower Man films. You see that one? Yes, yes, one? yes, yes, yeah. yes. Like, you know, virtuality, CGI, that's a thing now. So we'll do it. And they made a film with it in. Because technology moves the way it does, by the time, like, they, by the time they film, finished shooting, the, the stuff they shot was like, Six months out of date. Yeah. 
So like, they say, oh, it looks all cool and it's CGI. No, it looks awful. It's absolutely terrible. And everyone knows that. This is like the kids' movie version of that. We can make a cartoon, but with a computer. Mm. Yeah, let's do that. Then <laughs> they should have seen what happened. And goes, how about we don't do that <laughs> until this is a technology which actually works in any shape or form? Because all the characters <laughs> are horrific looking. Like they are awful. Yeah, they look like made of Lego, but. You could you could do a stop motion with the Lego and it'd be much much better than this. Is this like um, like a sort of thing where people were doing it in their spare time, or and and surely had ideas bigger than their budget would allow for, sort of thing. Possibly because there's no ex- explanation why a big studio would put this out. Surely, yeah. I don't think, it was I think a big what studio. Pixar were doing at the time and things like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't that. <laughs> it's around the time of Toy Story, which is. Yeah. So it wasn't like this is like this is groundbreaking, even though it was awful. It was no, no. It's just it's shockingly bad, even for them. Yeah, yeah. I think we 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 had video games that could be better than this. Like Definitely. This is, this is the Mega CD era. You could have had exactly something a bit more coherent than this. Yeah, if you piled all the cutscenes on on stuff from the Mega CD and like the the last iteration of the Mega Drive. Hmm. Then it would be better than this, surely. Yeah, my guess is it was actually made in like the early to mid-90s. Yeah. And they sort of, oh, like, <laughs> then they said, oh, this is terrible. We can't put this out. But come 2002, they oh, we've got it. <laughs> no one wants it. But it's, yeah. like, like, it's free. Like, at this point, it's free. No one wants it. We just put it out there, might claw a little bit back, and here it is now. And it's become a joke as a result of that. But even, like, the writing, like, again, it's one of the things, Nathan Rabin, which I, uh, I always refer to his uh, film wisdom, um, referred to it originally, he did a big review of it, and even the writing is terrible. Like that, we talked about that blonde girl who was like an absolute cow. <laughs> this main character fancies her and keeps pursuing her, and she threw his beloved the, the, the teddy bear he got from his dead mother. <laughs> he <laughs> gave it to her as a Christmas gift, and she threw it in a skip. <laughs> 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 and that's what, the kid with the scarf, which never moved. Let's keep, let's keep the solid scarf. Yeah, he has yeah. a go about solid, it. Solid scarf, solid snakes, yeah. brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> solid snakes, vegan brother. <laughs> <laughs> and he, um, they just run into the bin for to find it, and then she, for some reason, learns the error of her ways, and then they, oh, they start going out, even though she's like three, three times his height yeah. <laughs> and has yeah. no facial expression. Not that any of them do, and they're all uh, clearly children. Yeah, uh, is, so, is he? Is he got to the bottom of what's wrong with this old woman? I know, I'm, Wind I'm it on to the ending. I need to see if the old okay. woman pops into the grave or not. She <laughs> <laughs> levitates down into the grave. Uh, Number eight in scarf. Sorry, yeah. scarf. That's right. That's right. I believe in Santa. I am so proud. Donald Trump. He's a. Okay, he just patted her chest. Then that was yeah. Before. Shut that door. Oh, shut that door. <laughs> oh, this is Larry Grayson's passion project. That's why it's so weird. <laughs> Larry Grayson was programming this on his uh, Amstrad figures. <laughs> Might as well finish him off. She, the, the, the shocking, the, the image of the, the girl now is even worse than the final scene. She looks yeah. like an inverted spoon. She looks like a fucking yeah. badly rendered dish. Yeah. Like it, like it looks like his skull is deflated. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, I don't mind when animation sort of takes shortcut stuff. It, it was the thing in the, the 90s. We got things like from Disney, Chip and Dale, stuff like that, or Scooby Doo. 
I think I sort of, there's a, there's a lot of things. I got to pick one of those, and that one is always like really quite bright and illuminated compared to the matte background they were on. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. that's just like that's that's a lot to do. That, that's just how, how it works. But this this is weird looking. This is yes, it's awful, truly yeah. awful. And also like the whole rap city, R A P S I T T I E, but obviously means rap city. Yeah. So I'm guessing there's a strong rap element or invoking rap. I don't think there's a lot of rap going on this. I don't, I'm guessing I'm guessing the NWA weren't involved in this production <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. 2002 it would have been Outcast, I guess. They were the main um, oh, there we are. pop rappers then at the time, I guess. Let's yeah. skip through, Dean, see if we can find Hey Ya at any point in this uh, <laughs> nonsense. Uh, no. Even the court. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. It's a child whispering in the snow. This is fucking mental, dude. Yeah, you're right. It's a movie like those old films where someone like is behind a portrait and they remove the eyes. It's just sort of, ooh, spider in the room. Like, as if nobody would notice that. And that, pain, that painting's eyes keep moving a lot. Yeah. I'm sure that's how it works. Art. Would you ever try to hide behind a painting in a wall, dude? Well, what would you like if you had to hide behind a painting on a wall? Why mm. would you do it? Um, I think something important because you know, it's it's a, it's a weird thing to have to do. Mm. Like, but also given the dimensions of it, you know, they always show like the eyes of the painting disappear and your eyes just fit right in. So yes, you have to like, compress your nose to a painful <laughs> like degree. And also, I, also, I wear glasses, so I couldn't do that. So, no, no, no. <laughs> so I, I just see a blurry outline, <laughs> which serves no purpose. <laughs> So, so be, you'd be really compressed in between the. You'd be in the airspace in between yeah, exactly. two brick walls to stop the really, coming in. Really quite tight space. <laughs> you'd have your nose pushed into the inside of your brain, and uh, you wouldn't be having glasses on. Yeah. So think, it would have to be something really important. Yeah. What what type of thing would you be looking to look at there? I think only that scenario is that <laughs> if anything. In this in this scenario, the painting is more valuable than I am. <laughs> but somehow, <laughs> someone has accidentally burnt the eyes out of it. <laughs> so, Dean, you have the same colour eyes as painting. You just sit there and stay straight ahead and not blink <laughs> for like the three 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 hours while people mill around this painting and stare at it, like in the Mister Bean film. <laughs> and for that, we'll give you a million pounds. <laughs> Who's got the same eyes as painting? Ah, Burnett, bring him in. <laughs> Yeah, so there's no other thing we spying. It's just this one is we need replacement eyes <laughs> for this stupid painting. So what we're saying is there's been some kind of horrible mix-up of the National Museum Wells where yeah. they've uh, burnt out the eyes of a priceless painting. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, the owner of that painting, who's given it to the National Museum Wales on loan, is coming around to look at it. And uh, they've gone, fuck, we need someone with these exact same eyes. And they've installed you in between two uh, pieces of cinder wall. And you're just going to stay there, glasses free, nose pressed up. Just to save the um, reputation of the National Museum world. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, it's a big donor. Like, if you finally ruin his painting, he'll withdraw his funding. Yeah. People lose their jobs. Kids will have nowhere to go on a Saturday afternoon if it's raining, and that's you can't have that. So I've got to, I've got to step in. And uh, I think in that circumstance, I think you're a hero, Dean, and I'll give you I, five. I think so. Yeah. So, well, you were a hero. What are we going to give this terrible awful film? Then? <laughs> I've got to give it a solid one because yeah. it exists, and it. I'll say I give it a one because to make a film, a forty-minute film at least. 
with this level of technology okay. is technically an achievement. It's like you know, someone like like Sisyphus. You push that boulder up there, mate. Well done. <laughs> no one, no one, no one wanted to do that. No one cared. No one enjoyed it, but it happened. <laughs> so, so anyway, give it a one point for existing. <laughs> Uh, I gotta agree with you. Uh, mm. Make a film like this. I can only imagine that they've connected their urethra to a circuit board of some kind, <laughs> and uh, it's an achievement, isn't it? So I'm going to give it a full four. <laughs> okay. <fair> Welcome back, listeners. So, Dean, this is what I'm going to show you this week. It's another um, unofficial product. Okay. This one's related to something we've talked about seemingly every fucking week. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, yeah, it comes up quite often, yes. It's you know, it's almost like our actual universe at this point. It's big. Yeah, that's it. Here we go. It's a version of the Infinity Gauntlet that you can buy. Okay. So looking at it, you're probably going to say, ah, oh, yeah, that's, that's shit. But I guess the actual question... We'll talk about it now when it comes. Hmm. So here it is. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I mean, point to audacity, if nothing else. This. Oh, <laughs> what is it, Dean? It's basically a yellow marigold rubber washed up glove, which someone has stuck. Uh, six coloured gemstones to, I'm going to guess they're ersatz. <laughs> if they are real, that would uh, be drastic. Um, yeah, so someone's made a joke item. The uh, I'm not entirely sure it is a joke because it's not cheap uh, for what that's it is. That's the thing. That's the question. It's kind of a joke item. You can go, ha, ha, ha. Mm. Okay, great. But they're they're selling it for ten pounds. Well, nine pound eighty six plus VAT and postage. Yeah, plus postage. So that's for what is just a rubber, like a, a yellow rubber glove with six bits of coloured plastic on the top of it. Yeah, what um, it is? It's, it's a replica of Thanos's glove from the Avengers. So <laughs> he's got. He's, you know, he had a gauntlet, uh, the Infinity Gauntlet. It was called, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it, and it was like a big. Golden glove with uh, six jewels on it. Yeah, and this is a yellow rubber glove <laughs> with six, six blobs of plastic on it, coloured blobs yeah. of plastic. I mean, and they look like they glued on. Yeah, they got to be glued on. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm assuming someone didn't melt the rubber and then press no, them into it. Not at all. I would have thought no. No, so the, the glue is not going to be. Yes, you are, Dean. You can see the glue there. Yeah, we are. So the glue is not going to be that. That reliable, that robust. No. But it's not the worst thing. But the part which really struck me first is that what you've done here, you've you've taken a rubber washing up glove and glued stones to it. So now it's it's useless as a replica infinity gauntlet because there's nothing like it. Yeah. People might go, oh, I see you did there. Ha ha. You could go to a franchise party, which is like the theme is low effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, if that's the case, you could just make it yourself, probably for cheaper. That's the thing, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. This is, is why I brought it to the show today. Okay, great. The joke's there. But they're selling it. They're selling it for over ten pound when you factor in postage. Yeah, absolutely. But if you've got the idea, you could just recreate it yourself. 
who are the people that are paying over £10 for a rubber glove with six bits of coloured plastic glued well, onto it haphazardly? Apparently there's lots of them because this item is sold out. Yeah, it's sold out. And there's 198 reviews. Jesus Christ, I think it only made five and sold them. But no, okay. Yeah. Oh, so, God, so, this is... You know, that's £2,000 this person has made on plastic rubber gloves. Yeah, they probably... I think if they spent £100 in resources, I'd be amazed. Yeah. You can get rubber gloves for what? Pound for a pack, is it? Oh, if that. Yeah, yeah, we pack a five. Uh, yeah. yeah, you could probably buy these blooming I mean, such gemstones in bulk. For yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, a few tubes of super glue. I mean, even if, like with me, a super glue is actually a <laughs> a disposable item. Because once you use it once, I can't use it again. So I put the cap back on, I can never get off again. So... <laughs> That's more me than anything, but still, you, even, if, even if that's the case, this everyone knows this product is amazing. Love it. No, they don't. That's that's lies. Good stone, studio rubber, snapping ten out of ten. Greatly from Marvel. Oh God, there's photos too, mine. Yeah, photos of people um, have holding them on Christmas Day. Oh, wow, it's a blanket. I thought, I thought, oh, sorry, this photo we're looking at right now is a, a sort of a sparkly blanket curled up and with someone lying on the sofa with a glove. I thought they same used it to, to like massage the turkey or something. <laughs> I, I thought it was their flesh. <laughs> yeah, flesh or something, surely. Oh, God, this is, this is kid for the unthinking fans, isn't it? Cause yes. The part of the was you couldn't wash up with this glove. No, you couldn't. Because no. you know, put it in the water, it, as soon as I can dish, Bonks it, it's going to just take the stones off. Therefore, it's yeah. So, that's the other thing with it as well, Dean. You can, yeah. if you don't want the glove, you can buy the stones on their own as well. It is just lumps of resin, you just someone just, yeah, it's just little lumps congealed. of plastic. Yeah, because yeah. they're not consistent, they're all different shapes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, you can buy the mm. stones on their own, Dean, and they are six pounds ninety. Oh, but that means the glove itself is being charged for four pounds, yeah, or like three pounds. Either way, like you can buy a Single marigold for a lot less than that. Definitely, you can. Oh, this is this is genuinely annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm genuinely really furious about this. It's really getting my nerves. Oh, look at this! Look, can you see this? You know, oh. this Etsy shop. It's a real uh, treasure trove, dream. Look at this oh, section of here. <laughs> Penis plushed in. All right, let's uh, let's dive in. Oh, oh, no, oh my god! <laughs> no. Oh, oh it's, it's all your favourite Marvel characters, and they've all got penises attached, just like what we had with Popeye the other week. Yeah, but only Marvel is a plush of George R. Martin with his cock out. <laughs> Who wants or needs that? Dean, why, why is seemingly half of it? You, yeah, but why what, is it dedicated to things with their cocks out, Dean? Valid question. What is the thinking behind I want a plush doll of a character which I Presumably had no previous sexual intention towards. I want to have it, this massive wang out. What? Also, George R. R. Martin's plushie. That's 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 worse in a way because he's a real person who. Get this, team. Eight inch Venom plush Eddie Cock. His name uh-huh. is Eddie Brock. Yeah. With penis add-on, not for the kiddies. Sexy naughty alien symbiote. At lost. Who are these people who are making these things, Dean? Just a point of order that Venom's cock would be black like the rest of him. <laughs> His right. entire body is black. This one is a flesh-coloured 
human flesh called it penis, and ergo is not does not belong to venom. Clearly, it's the size of the cock hole of it as well. Dude. It's like a bloody pencil sharpener. A pencil sharpener. It is awful, awful, uh, awful, awful. I don't. Very strange. Very strange thing. I'm not sure what, what what is the whole ethos of Etsy like. Is it like people make their own things and they can sell them via Etsy? <laughs> Well, it's, it's either that or, or people just sell it to plastic penises to toys and you can sell them. And like Apparently, it's people sticking things to things which don't belong there. Yeah. And then charging a fortune for it. Yeah. <laughs> and you like, but people are liking it. That's the part I'm a bit perturbed by. Like this Infinity Gauntlet, quote unquote, has got loads of good reviews. It's like, oh, good thing about finding your life. It's, it's almost like it's taking advantage of people who. T- who should be cared for in some way, shape, or form? <laughs> it is, isn't and, it? And I, I don't feel good about that at all. I think I, I don't want to consent to that. I don't want to sort of give up my approval in any way, shape, or form. But um, oh, I just, right I, I know people really like the Marvel universe. I know MCU and Marvel and comic book fans is a established thing. Fandom, it's a totally valid thing, and it's, it exists. I don't deny that. But the fact that there are that many people out there who will say, "I love this thing so much, I will pay." Far more than I should for a rubber glove with six bits of crap plastic attached to it is disconcerting. I think I think, I think it undermines the MCU to be honest. <laughs> so, it does as well, yeah. Yeah. so, what are we going to give this then? We, we think it might be some kind of abuse of the, the cretinous. Yeah. Um, I'll give it a 0.25. Oof, uh, that's your lowest score yet? It is, yes, because I find it genuinely upset on many levels. Um, I'll give it a 2.5 because someone did make it and pretty made a few, and it looks like they have a consistent <laughs> ability to get in, the, at least in the right order. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. I think so. didn't care at all. They were just gluing them anyway, like on, on the palms, <laughs> on the wrist and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, like, they, they at least made some sop to authenticity. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, other than that, no, got no time for this. Fair, 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 and just score. I'll give you that, Dean. I'm going to give it um, not much higher. I'm going to give it two. Um, <laughs> no, I'm going to give it one. There's no need to give it two. It's poor, isn't it? Yep. Welcome back. Here we go. Then let's fucking end this episode with something <laughs> thrilling. Let's do that. That's it, because it's entirely our gift to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Marvellous. Random McBattle, three, two, one. Juan Lembe, uh, 1816 in Feral to 1889 in Colorado, was a Spanish naturalist. Okay. Lembe was the author of Ava de Isla de Cuba, the only book of bird illustrations to be published in Cuba. Wow, born that's in, a fact. Yeah, born in Galicia. Uh, the Bay lived in Cuba from the 1830s to 1860s and became interested in birds while he was there. The majority of the 38 drawings in the Bay's book were copied from the Royal Octavo Plates of John James Oberdon, in case he copied the plants depicting the book background. <laughs> so it's a guy who drew birds uh, 200 years ago. It was a guy who got a, a book about birds out of the library and just copied it. And somehow that's the only book about birds that's ever been published in Cuba. <laughs> Got to challenge this article. I can't believe that's true. I, I I have no idea what to make of this. I mean, we're talking over 200 years ago, so 
I don't know what Kiwi was like then. Uh, maybe, they, maybe they hadn't any books at all. Maybe they just thought, oh, we've got this one book, which is like about the internet. <laughs> we're just a gopher. I don't know what to do with that. Call back to this episode. Uh, we've got one book by some guy called Deanne Burnett. Oh, fucking shit, that is. <laughs> and we've got this book about birds. Have you ever been interested in birds? I've been interested in why people are so interested in bird watching. Right. Because it's like, it's from when we were kids, I'm not sure if it still is, it was like the, the go to reference for nerds, wasn't it? It was like, that's what nerds do. They bird watch. They, um, and they train spot. Train spot and bird watching. Yeah. Like, uh, obviously, train spot is a more technological thing. But yeah, bird watching was the more timeless version of an obsessive person who wants to. Mm. I mean, even like uh, the kids watch Peppa Pig, like and Bluey, and like they always mention bird watching. Not always, but it's come up no, so it's still quite a contemporary thing. But I don't. It's a bit like Pokemon, yeah. isn't it? Got to collect them all. Like, yeah, I think maybe it's that sort of that obsession of getting them all. Yeah, completing, complete, and, complete, and complete it's a bit like fishing too. That like you spend time outdoors, just sort of yeah. doing nothing. Uh, but where fishing is a little bit of a, a game and a sport, and also maybe a little bit cruel, if you want to think about it like that. What was that? Bird watching is just literally just sitting and looking. It is, yeah. And like, is that better or worse? This... I think it's purer in a way, isn't it? If it's pure, um, like a challenge of how unbored you can be. Yeah, I think I think there is something we it's, said. Yeah, it's, like, it's not the same as sat and looking at a blank wall, or mm. even just sat in the dark. That's so. This is the challenge. You got fishing. That's five. Bird watching. Four. Sitting and looking out in your garden. Three. Sitting and looking at a wall. Two. Sitting and looking at a wall with the door shut in the pitch black one. And that's the levels of doing boring things as a hobby, not to be bored. Yeah. That, Can you think of anything more boring that well, you would do as a hobby to not be bored? <laughs> Technically, the sensory deprivation is a big thing, isn't it? The sensory deprivation chambers. So oh, I'd love to go in a sensory deprivation tank. Yeah, because obviously, not, not not just like the lack of sight or sound, mm. the spending in water. So, like, even your proprioception yes. is compromised, yes. and therefore, yes. 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 so like your mind is completely untethered from physicality. Mm. I'm not sure I would deal well with that because I'm not. <laughs> I'm believe it or not, I'm an, an analytical person, so I find <laughs> disengagement troubling. Mm. But I, I sort of get why they, I mean, the, the bird watching thing is a process like recognized by a lot of. News and literature called fascination or attention restoration theory, which is why when you're in a natural environment, your brain is engaged, but in a way which isn't exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like the man-made world, like all like cars and noises and people and billboards and buildings, it demands your attention in a in a way which which which, it, which causes you like drains your resources because always it's oh. always like me me me. But if you're in like nature. The brain sort of evolved say, like, this is greenery, this is fecundity, this is life and resources. You should you should stay here and enjoy this. So, like, we've evolved and not be taxed by that. So I can sort of say a hobby which is in nature but also 
not just sitting there, staying in the space. I mean, That's got to be bullshit, though, isn't it? If because you can't just say like, oh, because it's nature. It's it's if if you go to a landscape which is unfamiliar to you, hmm. like uh, somebody from a desert climate, chuck them in the woods of Garo, they're not going to be feel relaxed or or less uh, mentally stimulated by that area. Or, Absolutely or not. Yeah, so that's that's rubbish. I think. <laughs> oh, that's science. Simon's Simon's dispels all science. <laughs> but, but no, you got to you got to you got to yeah. disagree with that. Come on. Yeah, again, it's you know, similar with the Inuits, like who grew up in a snowy environment. They don't have any. But and it's the same with Cockneys, isn't it? <laughs> is it in Piccadilly Circus? Like this, their natural habitat, isn't it? So, so if they see like a black cab, they just go, ah, it's like a heron to them, deep. (laughs) They see the billboards or the lovely foliage of the trees. They see, um, I don't know, a man shitting himself on a public train or something like that. (laughs) Ah, the wildlife of London. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, birds. Looking back at this article now then, Dean, yeah. uh, let's have a look at this sentence. This interests me. The majority of the 38 drawings, not a lot of drawings in a book, is there? No, no, but maybe for the time, but no, not really. A lot of them were copied, apparently. Yeah. Should we have, should we have a look at this John James uh, Adubon? Oh, look, he was a French-American self-trained artist. So he was a self-trained man himself. Yes, and he did loads of pictures of North American birds. If if Juan Le Bay is taking John James Audubon's work and just reproducing it uh, for the mass market for his own profit, he's essentially the oldie AI, isn't he? Mm. He's 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 harvesting images and reproducing them for his own (laughs) benefit. Let's have a look at his book, Dean. Copy and paste the name of the book into Google. Let's see if we can get any pictures of it. Yes, here we go. Okay. Look, it's mm. it's um it's in the Biodiversity Heritage Library. It's got um a DOI link. You can actually download it for free. And there we go, listeners. Yeah. Well, not bad drawings. Oh no, of course they're excellent. You can't complain about the quality yeah. of the drawings that he's done. Well, I, he said, but I, I've seen. Yeah, because I uh, study in uh, my history level, I studied the the Renaissance and the anatom- anatom- the anatomical drawings of that were exquisitely detailed, and mm. this isn't as good as them. Don't you think? Hundred years later, I think they're pretty. It's hundred years later. I think they're pretty good. Well, they're good, but uh, I don't know. It feels like you know you could you could do better. All right, <laughs> from a guy who could barely draw a stick figure with one hand. All right, well, in your next book, why don't you chuck some fucking pictures of birds in there then? If you think it's all fucking clever, I will. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll get you to them. Do thirty-eight from the other fella's book, and then do one of your own imagination. <laughs> some fat little bird in my head, a long beak. <laughs> like through this publication, Dean, we 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 like the first draft. Though the text is good, but um. All these bird drawings don't seem to really fit the narrative. You publish them, I'll fucking walk. I'll walk right now. Uh, <laughs> Why? Uh, Is Simon, I will not lose to Simon again. <laughs> it's happened too much. Are you all right? Call it something like the unhappy brain plus birds. <laughs> oh, something, look, an expiration of the hippocampal function of memory plus birds. <laughs> 
from now on, all my work is plus birds. Plus birds. I don't like anything that's happened so far. Uh, oh, what should we give well, it then, Dean? I'll give it a three. Yeah. Because I feel like I've undersold it. But um, it, the article itself isn't at fault here. It's like the, the concept of someone copying someone's bird book <laughs> isn't is, is a thing which was worth reporting. But um, uh, uh, three. Yeah, three. I'm going to give it a three as well. I quite like the concept of uh, reporting on somebody else copying a bird book from the 1890s. <laughs> um, but I, I would have liked to have some more facts. Yeah. Well, we haven't got them, so you know, <laughs> show up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>